0: surround yourself with is who you become so i like to keep my circle small that's why i don't spend time with my kids because they're not innovators they're not hustlers they're not making moves and then you see them they're like let us read a story let's say catch or you come to my piano recital and it's like Do you have a business plan i'm by the hour it's like grow up my time is so valuable i don't go to the bathroom anymore it's a waste of my time i just fully stopped sleeping it's like keto once you get past that first week you're in a whole new reality i don't see my kids anymore because i'm not sure they exist i don't even remember my life when i was sleeping because i can't remember anything at all like i don't even know my own name like who? who are you and I stay focused. Part of the main reason is I can't see more than three feet in front of me at all times. Tell me who you are. Wait, is there someone else here?
1: 48 minutes of dogs barking. 48 minutes of dog barking. 48 minutes of dog barking. 48 minutes of dog barking. <laughs> <laughs> 48
0: minutes of dog barking. 48 minutes of dog barking. Gosh, yeah. You know, people have told me, like, you know, that that, that episode you guys had last week. With yeah. Too much poop talk in the beginning. I'm like, you know what? It, it went somewhere even better, which is two guys on the other side of 45. Mm-hmm. Or 35, I should say uh, Trying to sound smart Which is another yeah. Which is, you know what You didn't have to You didn't have to go to Like a bar Nope Or anything You just had to be uh, In your car Or ignoring your coworkers <laughs> You know, any of those things And yeah, put
1: your headphones on And just chill So, uh, exciting news In the world of politics Donald Trump was indicted It's wild It's, it's a
0: beautiful day You know, uh, here in St. Louis It's a home opener mm, Yeah uh, Last I checked The Blue Jays Are beating the absolute Fucking snot out of us and uh donald trump has been indicted. <sighs> what a what a great day just uh, really a, just
1: yeah like. <laughs> i'm I'm feeling it i kept saying oh it's never gonna happen it's mueller time baby it is indeed <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying you'll be seeing uh, go patriots go eagles but i'm saying go robert Mueller of the rule of law
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: i don't know if anything really amazing will come of this it, just the fact that it happened is Sure be, I mean yeah. but he was also The first president To be impeached twice you mm-hmm. know I mean? But we have Pretty feckless government When it comes right. to uh, People in power Even when they're the Very obviously yeah, yeah Doing bad stuff So yeah, yeah because i mean like it's taxes alone right that's a whole uh, yeah yeah uh you know that what was the new york times did that piece like two or three years that ago a couple years ago it yeah. was like the trump family and like their their evasion or alleged evasion of taxes and you're like huh seems like bad
1: it seems, seems like that
0: should have been a bigger deal yeah, yeah it was one of those things like huh that seems uh despicable and deplorable yeah. and all of these things it's like uh yeah it doesn't seem like a guy fit the highest uh, office in the land but uh and it was like, huh. And then those really most people's like, huh, that's kind of fucked. And they're just like, anyways. Uh. Right.
1: And so I have a feeling that's what's going to that's gonna happen with this. It's just yeah. it's going to kind of bounce off people. Now, we started off last episode with pee pee poo poo talk. This may seem impolitic, so uh, let me know. But when was the last time you got bricked up over something completely like not porno, you know, like not a sexy scene in a movie, but just like. You saw an ad for something, and all of a sudden it was it was go time.
0: Oh, you are talking about just absolutely just uh, well well <laughs> thanks to things along COVID. Uh-huh. My dick don't work like it used to. Yeah, uh, much to everyone's disappointment or delight, depending on how you feel about me as a person fair. existing. That's fair, man. I mean, probably like good food. Like probably like last time I got okay. Sando was okay. definitely like I was at least like three a half stock, Yeah, I was. Okay. I, I definitely could have like knocked over a full soda can. <laughs> if i did enough
1: that's, that's fair uh i bring this up because uh, i've been dutifully taking my meds like a good boy yeah and, and then i forgot for a couple days and i saw an ad for like <laughs> i swear i saw an ad oh for, it comes in lilac and lavender now oh god <laughs> no it was even more it was like uh, a woman brushing her teeth and it's all this like, Oh a gosh. <laughs> I
0: i like I was sure like heard the spit on me. Right. And yeah. it's just like,
1: what the hell? That's funny. <laughs> like I was like, Oh, I'm fourteen again, just popping them for no reason. Cool. <laughs> well, I, I definitely
0: uh drew a stiff one when I heard that uh they're getting out the tiny handcuffs
1: for Donald Oof. Trump. Oh the people Plumped Donald Rump or whatever the yeah, fuck. No, just I, the... I'm sorry. I keep coming back to the crass insides, but they're like the dumbest fucking people on the planet. Oh so... yeah, sometimes
0: like dumb people are, are unintentionally incredibly funny. Somehow,
1: yeah, they kind of stumble into it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, the one thing I am I'm not st- stoked about all this is like all the very bad like 2017. Two thousand and eighteen era like shit lib, centrist, Ugh. like mm.
1: bad jokes, mm. like kafifi. Oh that's making, yeah, that's definitely gonna be making the rounds again and
0: Yeah. I mean I mean mm. still people I mean people who are actually funny uh can still bring up kafifi and you're like, yeah huh, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, but it but takes uh, a certain amount of skill
1: that, yeah, that some of these uh, guys
0: don't have, you know. Yeah. No, it doesn't it's, yeah, I'm wearing my I'm wearing my pussy hat to the <laughs> to get to the kafifi store. <laughs> To um, say Donald Trump is a war criminal and his penis looks like a melted mushroom or something. (laughs) Yeah, it's just overheated lip shit that's just kind of like, all right. It's a cold pocket. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well, if there was a, a hot pocket but it was uh
1: it was cold <laughs> some jim gaffigan ass shit that you're just pulling
0: out you don't remember the cold pocket <laughs> i do remember meme? the cold pocket meme and you're just, just like oh but i also
1: is... when i hear hot pocket i immediately thi- pocket. thank you yeah i immediately think jim gaffigan so he he has a lot of children he does he seems to be he gets down he, what f- he obviously is laying pipe somehow Somehow that do you, guy. Do you
0: think when he nuts he goes <laughs> hot pocket?
1: <laughs> I would if I was him. I don't know. Just just to say I did it. He feels like out of all the
0: comedians that I resp- that I
1: like, that yeah. I,
0: I, I remember liking since I was like a teenager. That if I got to know like some of his inner thoughts, I would be like, oh no. Yeah,
1: yeah. They, they, there's a like I
0: feel like I feel like he'd be like one of those guys you'd find out that he was like like a. Uh, one of those people that's like a Knights Templar, like a modern oh, no. Knights. Tem- You're like, oh yeah. no! He but does like you- reenactments and like, <laughs> like for like the like kids at like a, a you know uh, Knights of Columbus, you know, like right. the, the Cub Scouts. and He like comes up and he uh, like slashes a watermelon in half and is, <laughs> takes himself really seriously. Uh, Gallagher Two
1: style, yeah, yeah, yeah. So a minor bit of controversy erupted online this week, Brian. What was it? The phrase that brought me into this, into researching this, was at Private Spidey on Twitter there. Mm-hmm. Pretending to be a cowboy after an AI sound clip of you sucking off a horse goes somewhat viral is insane. <laughs> <laughs> what a phrase. Well put. Uh, so there is a hori Live uh, VTuber goes by the name of Mori Calliope. Okay. Uh-huh. Maury Calliope was the target of some 4chan vandals who created a a sound via Eleven Labs. The VTuber saying, "Ah, I'm going to suck horse cock. And then like graphic sound effects and all that. It's like 10 minutes long. It's gross. But it's also very, very funny. So here's a bit of it.
0: Hey, deadbeats. It's Maury. Just thought I'd let you guys know that
1: I'll be giving up streaming so that I can serve horse cock from now on. So I want you guys to get a good look at my stallion here. Isn't he like super handsome?
0: I she's going to get a yeast infection. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it proceeds in this in this fashion for a while, but uh <laughs> you know what? I that is surprisingly well done. Yes. Yes it is. And and so a couple of days after Maury posts a image essentially having all these like cowboy themed things on it and it was just like okay so does she know about this and leaning into it or i don't it has I has to be leaning. has man. to be there's, <laughs> there's no uh,
0: i mean if you kind of just gotta roll with the punches
1: i suppose i guess yeah
0: it's just you know ooh. the show is called uh 20 minutes 48 minutes 69 minutes. <laughs> 420 minutes. 420 minutes. <laughs> nice. Of horses uh, sucking. Uh, uh, <laughs> horses sucking. Uh, 48 minutes of dogs barking. I'm Brian. This is Jason. We haven't recorded in two weeks. We're That's a little, right. We're a little rusty. A little rusty. We're a yeah. little rusty. He was down in New Orleans. I was <sighs> uh, languishing here in the Midwest. Sorry. It's okay. You went down to New Orleans. New Orleans is amazing. It's you eat great. some good food? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every day. You get some beignets? Oh, yeah, Every day. Every day? Well, not every day, but almost every day. Almost every day. God, that's that's the dream, isn't it? It really is. And they're cheap. You know, I was yeah. really surprised by how cheap they were. You know, did you go to the place at the, at the park? Mm, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, City you, Park. So you, get yeah. like, so you get like the really mean, catty waiters. Oh, it's great. I love uh, it's it. It's so yeah. great. I just want them. I hope they're spitting in my food, because I deserve it. <laughs>
1: <And> that, <laughs> art mu-
0: that art museum is great, too. I don't know if you've ever been Yeah, there.
1: we did We did
0: a little bit of that. God, they, we, their, we did a lot of stuff at City Park, their actually. Their photography exhibits are always fantastic which yeah, I did. do not expect for most art museums to have a good photography. It's usually like one's run one room. Like, at the fucking St. Louis Art Museum, not to go on a tangent, we'll get no, back no, no, to no, what no, you're saying. No, 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 you're right, you're right. The St. Louis Art Museum, like, has, like, a photography yeah. S- section. Yeah, But now it's like, we're, we're going to give two walls of photography yeah. in, these t- in these two rooms. week, And the rest of it's going to be about, like, some Polish guy who you think is probably a Nazi. So that kind of sucks. But yeah, the one time I did go... uh to that art museum i was very happy with it yeah they had their big exhibit was japanese zen buddhist calligraphy okay which was pretty interesting um i wish i remember more of it but i do remember like a series of screens mm. that were like a student a monk calling his his teacher like a bald fat ass basically. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah this is a fucking shithead um <laughs> i really enjoyed it um also mr quintron recorded a record in the art museum uh, Sous des Sauvages which came out in like 2010 okay or two thousand nine? Gosh, I think that was like the last thing I was given to like review for uh, playback STL, and then okay. I just never reviewed it because playback STL was circling the drain. Yeah, but it used to have like a print version. And yeah, yeah, all these things. But anyways, I'm sorry. Please no, go back. No, no. To, um,
1: that that was pretty much it for the uh, the, <laughs> the AI horse cock sucking video. Um, I Thought there would be more. No, uh, the th- th- really it's just like, wow, that's really weird. And also, you're leading into it. I, I feel like that's a, it's
0: I guess dangerous. there's really
1: no other way to go about it. You can't be like, this is not what I stand for or any other, you know, stuff. It's just, I guess if you put up
0: resistance, that just gives them more incentive to fuck with you. But if you kind of lean
1: into it, that takes a little bit of the the wind out of their sails. I would think so. Yeah. Cause I'm thinking like Streisand effect style, like the more you deny it or the more you don't want people to see something, the more they're going to seek it out. (laughs) Brand new video game on the horizon, Brian. Tax Heaven 3000, courtesy of our friends Dexerto. Do you need help preparing your 2022 U.S. federal tax return? The new dating game on Steam will help you do it with the aid of a lovely pink-haired waifu. (laughs) amazing. (laughs) It was uh, created by Mischief, an art collective that has a history of releasing surreal... Artworks for sale for, from creating perfume that smells like WD-40, collaborating with Lil Nas X on the Satan Shoes, arming a Boston Dynamics robot dog with a paintball gun. I have some of their other pranks there. This is uh, <laughs> a visual novel dating sim that not only lets you date a waifu, but she will also help you fill out your 2022 U.S. federal tax form. It is releasing the 31st of March, the day before April Fool's Day. I would figure that'd be a great April, April 1st release. Sure. Uh, but yes, a, an easygoing, cheerful waifu interested in your personal finances. And as you woo her, she will ask you for your information to aid in your form filing. As Mischief writes about in the About section, corporate tax filing services are, by dint of executive lobbying, predatory. Parasitic bottlenecks that deliberately complicate the tax filing process, and I'm assuming they're saying that their lovely waifu dating sim will help you with that. I'm not giving my social security number to an anime girl. I've done that before, and it has backfired on me. Yeah, it doesn't end up well.
0: Seems seems like a bad choice. You end up with Uh. a bunch of dead crickets. Yeah. (laughs) You got lucky if that's all you got. Oh, Lord. The Um, potato wedges
1: weren't enough. No, they (laughs) weren't uh a new guy dropped brian a new guy a new guy courtesy of twitter user at vrunt he found this guy on tiktok the gentleman goes by the name dr Dew, 1998 (laughs) vrunt says of this gentleman this guy kicks serious ass he's coming up with the newest coolest soda combos in the (laughs) game right now and chugging every single one Here's a bit of one of his videos. Now let me tell
0: you something. I got you guys something really good that would be very, very delicious while you play your video games or play online with your friends and stuff, all right? Let me show tell you something tell that is pretty unique, all right? Is this the Child of Joey's World
1: Tour? And so what he's doing in this video that I'm showing Brian is he's poured about a half of a monster can and he's pouring about a half of a Mountain Dew Code Red in a giant beer glass, and then he proceeds to slam it in Jeez. one gulp. here it goes, not one gulp, but one drink, no breath. The red beast he calls it. <laughs> <laughs> he gives that one a nine out of ten. I like the part where he chugged it. Yes, I think that's my favorite part. Hey, he just fucking he just goes for it. <laughs> he does one where he has v eight and mountain dew, yeah, um, oh this yeah. is this is like some latchkey kid <laughs> shit. <laughs> he does one where he mixes right a Dr. Pepper and Mr. Pibb, and he calls it a uh, Dr. Pibb. He's changing the game, Brian. Yeah. He's he's doing soda TikTok in a way that I don't think I've ever seen it done. Ain't nobody done it before. He's the new goat. Here's one. All three flavors of the Lean Body Protein Shake. <laughs> mixed together that's strawberry chocolate and vanilla by the way which doesn't uh, actually
0: it's like a neapolitan yeah i think it'll be all right probably okay
1: so dr dew he makes the custom hats i desperately want a dr Dew hat now (laughs) what a wonderful guy we like finding new guys oh this is the one (laughs) i sent you brian sent me this image uh, it's from a Twitter user at Viagra Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even look at the username. That was the first thing
0: I saw. <laughs> I just saw. I just saw the image. I was like, "Oh, Jason's got to see this." Oh yeah. I didn't even look at who it was. I was just like, "Here <laughs> at, at Viagra Pussy, who
1: goes by the name Real Dumbass." Uh... <laughs> That's not even the
0: funny part. It's not even.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's been too long. We got it. We were pent up. Uh, So, uh, the post is: looks like the apartment across the street is having a movie night, and it is someone uh, projecting (laughs) onto a nearby building. The jar squatter. One, one guy. One jar guy. Yeah. Uh, It's. The iconic uh, stance and the model and then oh, sorry jar, the, yeah. the jar excuse me and never were thought about you know using a
0: digital projector that can that can Gosh. cast an image that far away it's just like here I'm
1: just going to show Goatsy <laughs> on right. the on the arch <laughs> well and that has the added benefit of being a video too so like you know if you're like oh okay this is some weird performance <laughs> is so- art. Like if digital projectors like that existed when I was like seventeen oh, or eighteen, I definitely yeah. <laughs> would have had friends that would have done shit stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Wow, I can't think. I I can't believe I never thought of that before. What a wonderful time to be alive, Brian. All right, okay. now for the last bit of our our, our, our roundup of internet shit. Jessica Pinn. Brian, are you? Have you been keeping up with? oh was. Is this the Penn. cadaver fingering lady? <laughs> That's just one of the many things that she's done. But yeah, I'm yes. really tired of this person. <laughs> she's been the main character on Twitter for about five days straight. Yeah. And apparently she hasn't slept. So things are about to get real interesting real fast. Best explainer I found was courtesy of Today in Tabs. Wonderful newsletter. Sign up for the free version. It is worth it. The folks over at Today in Tabs really do a bang-up job. Rusty Foster in particular. Rusty writes... Damn it. There we go. Rusty writes After a botched labiaplasty left her with damaged clitoral nerves, Jessica Pinn decided to dedicate her life to her dual passions of encouraging medical study of the female sexual anatomy and posting through it. On March 23rd, Pinn wrote a thread about an art project showing casts of diverse human vulvas, in which she wrote, quote, I have a big problem with trans post ops being included. In a Vulva Diversity video. There were Pepe Silvia style diagrams and vulvas circled in red, and a whole exchange where she persistently pressed a porn performer to provide pictures of her privates for Pin to Peruse, Rusty, the alliteration game on point. All of which is somehow in the service of her belief that, quote, post-op trans vulvas look mutilated. Pin has now earned the nickname the pussy phrenologist. <laughs> And proven that there's always a drill tweet, not once, but twice. (laughs) The not once, by the way, a reference to, I'm being told that the pussy Oscars, the version of the Oscars that that judges women's pussy shapes has become the latest victim of woke. And the second uh, drill tweet, this is actually Jessica Pinn herself, tweeting this. Why do people trying to harm my reputation keep demanding I log the fuck off? This sounds a lot like people trying to use intimidation to get women to sit down and shut up. So which, you know what? Why doesn't she post her hand flaps? I'm saying at this point, put
0: up a shut up. Exactly. <laughs> put some put some skin in the game. <laughs> yeah, literally. Right now you're just talking shit, and I don't appreciate it. No, you know the thing about trans women vaginas being included in this art display, like, right? Who gives a shit? Right. Like there's so so much of. Like, I've... God,
1: like... I'm seeing him take the glasses off and rub his eyes. That tells me that this is a big... Who fucking...
0: Who cares? Yeah.
1: Who cares? Like,
0: let people live their fucking life. Right. I mean, sure, I suppose there's some things worth splitting hairs over in life, but I don't... I don't know if this is it. You only got
1: one life, as yeah. far as we know. And she spent four days online... Talking about pussy lips. Right. And it's like, well, look, okay, and, uh, some of this, I, I'm sure, comes from some deep-seated shit because, like she said, she had a labiaplasty at a very young age, and it went awry, and you know, sh- sh- her clip was damaged. Cool. Blame your surgeon. Not a trans woman, or not a trans man. Uh, or, or ugh, anyone, God, tra- any person... Why are you taking out on the rest of us and The Kicker though? At press time, Pin continues to insist that anyone who doubts her trans dowsing abilities should Google up some vagina pictures online and send them to her. <laughs> <laughs> including a porn performer. Uh, who was like, no, um, this is a public platform. I'm not going to send you a picture of my vagina. I'm a porn performer. You can search my name. You'll find pictures of my vagina. Don't fuck, Don't get weird with me. She's like, I don't believe you. <laughs> Electra Rain, the porn star there, that looks a hell of a lot like mine, replying, replying to uh, Ms. Pin. And I was born with it. Just because it doesn't look like yours doesn't mean it's not natural. Pin replying, it doesn't. Look again. Look closer. Ma'am, I am a full-time professional porn star. Not only do I know my own body, my cunt is also all over the internet. I have spent hours upon hours editing video footage of my own hole. I am absolutely confident that this is what it looks like, minus my two piercings. Jessica Pin, Perfect. Can you link to photos, please? Electra Rain. As this is not a triple X thread, I am not going to drop nudes and have them make their way onto who knows whose timeline, including potentially minors. You are welcome to Google me and scroll through my media tab and see for yourself. Also, I don't mind showing you because it's public anyway, but it's fucking creepy that you need to see photos of a stranger's genitals to believe them about their own body. Jessica Penn. I Googled. Anyone who does can see, you would not be capable... Of picking your own pussy out of a lineup. This woman is insane.
0: You know, what's bad is that I got this person confused for a minute with the uh, woman that couldn't define woke. Oh,
1: no, a very different person, yeah. But but it's the
0: same kind of cursed energy. Yeah, just this inability to, like, stop. And we (laughs) haven't even got to the part where she, like, fingered a
1: dead body. No, yeah, we haven't even got there yet. Which Um... I don't know.
0: Do we really... I feel like that's
1: all folks really need to know. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, her her post is literally, yes, I bought cadavers to finger them. It definitely wasn't to clarify anatomy after hundreds of OBGYNs refused to be compelled by previous studies and cadaver dissection photos. It definitely wasn't that OBGYNs told me they were too small to include in diagrams. There was also a, another tweet where it was, it was something about like not only buying cadavers to do this, but also like doing it in front of her dad. Doing it
0: in front of her father. I saw yeah. that. Yeah, that's real jacked up. Boy, Whew. what a terrible main character for Twitter.
1: Yeah, of all the ones to have, it had to be this one, huh? Into magazine, uh, intomore.com, Henry Giardina, a turf literally fingered a corpse to prove a transphobic point about genitals is the headline. I'll link that in the description. Not going to go through the whole article. But uh, it... Yeah, this is <clears> garbage <throat>
0: person, I hope they uh, they do need to log off.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. They've needed to log off since well before they even started posting. I mean, just, just they have the, a history online of just being a shithead. So it's just, oh uh, boy. That was when I was like, oh man, I I got to say something because this is just too much. It's, it's bad. It's very the, bad. The pussy denier. I don't know. <laughs> has logged on. <laughs> hmm. This pussy doesn't seem ripe to me.
0: <laughs> I think this is what they call a
1: fool's pussy. This is one of them fakies. Yeah. No, it's just, it's... A fool's pussy. <laughs> yeah. A fool's, yeah. It looks like one, but it smells different. I don't know. I
0: don't know. It smells like a tangerine and rosemary. <laughs> Something's potent. off here, it's a yeah. Potent duo. <laughs> it's, a,
1: it's a fussy. A fussy, a fussy? I don't know. There's a word there. I'm just not I'm not getting it. It's a lot to take in, isn't it?
0: All right. So let's talk about crypto, crypto scams.
1: Scabs. Indeed it is. It is time for the crypto scam of the week. You're listening to 48 minutes of dogs barking the podcast. And now it's time for the crypto scam of the week. Brian, 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 Brian. It's all. It's all too beautiful. It's all a joke. It's all, it's all a joke. It is indeed. Well, where do you want to go first? Because we got two that we could cover today. You I'll brought up feel, safe moon. Safe moon. They had a yeah.
0: liquidity issue, and I think you said they're getting sued. I haven't kept up with them because they're like really boring, normie shit as far as crypto goes. Like it's mm-hmm. really like they there's there's just nothing really exciting about it anymore, except for that one weird like libertarian like wolf hair man <laughs> that was like their creative guru yeah. who like left, and then. Kind of like telltale the
1: CoffeeZilla about some things. And And CoffeeZilla did a whole video, yeah. Well, that video led to the newly filed class action lawsuit. Oh, yes. This class action lawsuit, according to classaction.org, does it have an author. Yes, Corrado Rizzi. A new proposed class action outlines an alleged scheme in which a number of celebrities were recruited to misleadingly promote and sell SafeMoon tokens to unsuspecting cryptocurrency investors while several individuals behind the scenes turned a profit. Among the defendants in the lawsuit are Jake Paul, Nick Carter, Soulja Boy, Little Yachty, YouTuber Ben Phillips, who the complaint alleges played key roles in pumping up the token, and thus inflating its value. And then the lawsuit alleges that in collaboration with these celebrity partners, the other defendants, Brandon John Caroni, other Safe Moon execs, marketed the token while failing to disclose their control over the company and a significant amount of assets available for trading. The defendant's intention behind the celebrity driven marketing was to eventually sell their holdings for a profit when the numbers were high. A classic example of ye old pump and dump. Pump and dump. It was indeed. So, that suit was posted February 18th. Just now, courtesy of TheBlock.com, Safemoon liquidity pair compromised in $8.9 million hack. The article states, The B&B chain-based exchange Safemoon was compromised, according to on-chain records, resulting in close to $9 million being drained from its liquidity pool. A recent update may have introduced... A public burn bug, mm-hmm. security firm Peck Shield said. Now, Peck shield's Twitter account had this to say. The upgrade with the exploited public burn bug was initiated by the official SafeMoon Deployer. The official SafeMoon Deployer pushes an update that has a bug in it. The bug mm-hmm. is exploited. Gotta wonder where that came from, right? Right. I would say with SafeMoon, mm-hmm. those
0: guys seem so clueless. That it, oh, I could see it really being something they didn't catch,
1: yeah. But I mean, it had to have been inserted into the code at some point. That's what this analysis has sure has kind of given you is that like there's a specific chunk of code that's introduced with the update that either was intentionally and malicious or careless on the part of someone.
0: I'm gonna say careless, you think. Oh yeah. I remember like seeing on some of like their like Google or like uh Twitter spaces yeah. and stuff back in like 2021. Safe Moon shit's been going on that long and just being like, "Oh god, I would I would hate to be stuck in an elevator with these guys."
1: For sure. I mean, I would hate to get on an elevator with any crypto guys, but these guys in particular. <laughs> I mean, like there's like some of them
0: you think like, "You know what? I bet they have good coke." Sure. But I not my deal. I've been told I shouldn't. And every single time I've ever been offered Coke, I'm like, oh, this is the most uncomfortable thing I could ever imagine. <laughs> right. That doesn't involve like someone watching me use the bathroom. Right. I remember when I started out as a music photographer, and my mom had these very outdated notions about like the sort of people I would be hanging out with. Right. And like, I, I, I one time was like, you're not like doing any drugs, are you? I'm like, no. She's like, really? I'm like, uh, I see enough people on coke to realize that if it was fun, everyone would hate me. Yeah, <laughs> like like I, the, the, it just seems like a thing that would make me just even more unlikable than I already am. Yeah. So no, like you don't have to worry about your precious baby boy <laughs> doing coke because it seems like it makes people really obnoxious.
1: Yeah, I mean the, the the one impression that we always had, my friend Joe, going back to even our high school days, yeah. was that we would. Come off the table, going. Oh man, I just I need I need to buy a boat. I need to buy a boat. <laughs> yeah, I need a, a boat. And again, we're in landlocked Missouri, so you know, and if you're yeah. unless you're going on the river or going to the Ozarks, there's really no uh, reason table to have a boat. rock or something. Yeah, there's no reason to have a boat. The gag being that like you're gonna make impulsive decisions and and be really pushy about it, and that seems to be holding true. So, <laughs> I would imagine, yeah, they probably do have good coke if they're yeah. doing all this, yeah. The other crypto thing that I did want to bring up, CZ in trouble yet again. Yeah, that's right. Binance, in the crosshairs, Commodity Futures Trading Commission from the U.S., filed charges against Binance and CZ for allegedly violating rules around trading and derivatives. The quote from the CFTC, Binance has taken a calculated phased approach to increase its United States presence despite publicly stating its purported intent to block or restrict customers located in the United States from accessing its platform. All the while, Binance, Zhao, and Lim, the platform's chief compliance officer, have known that Binance's solicitation of customers located in the United States subjected Binance to registration and regulatory requirements under U.S. law, but Binance, Zhao, and Lim have chosen to ignore those requirements and undermined Binance's effective compliance program by taking steps to help customers evade binance's access controls so yeah it's really easy
0: you just like yeah, go a vpn right the binance.com instead of <laughs> binance.us yeah
1: so cftc is just one of several secs also scrutinizing the exchange and the department of justice looking at charging e old cz with any number of securities crimes so uh yeah, not good there's, there's <laughs> like a lot of other things i haven't been able to
0: look into there's mm-hmm. stuff about like CZ downplaying the presence of Binance in China. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're not involved in China anymore. And it turns like, oh. Mm, Mm -hmm.
1: Are you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you? Are you sure? Sure. sure?
0: Yeah, I think the hammer is going to probably come down crypto pretty hard next year or two. Uh, Regardless of what the markets do, I think regulation wise, I think uh, it's going to get really weird. Yeah. I mean, it should get weird, but I think there's going to be some weird stuff like, Elizabeth Warren is going to have something that's like, yeah, no one's like something completely bizarre and cockamamie (laughs) that like, even if you're very pro regulation, you'd Mm. be like, no one's, no one's going to go, no one in their right mind is going to go for that. Like, and then she's, you know, going to run for president again. And eat shit in the primary. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's thanking her husband for being his own home. The one
1: thing, the one thing I got to credit Trump for is the response that he made in a tweet saying, thank you for being here. He's supposed to be there. It's his house. <laughs> when he's right, he's right. right I think... Uh...
0: I my, I think I think some of Trump's best work has been just <laughs> fucking trolling Warren.
1: Oh, like uh, like you minus know, the, the f- minus the Pocahontas thing. That's uh, uh, it's a little played eh, out. I kinda, eh.
0: you know what? It wasn't cool, but like she deserved someone to talk to her like that.
1: There's yeah, there's an acceptable level of dunking, but if you keep using it over and over, it kind of loses. My, my
0: favorite one was that she got the fucking she did like the twenty three and me and found that <laughs> she wasn't like Native American in any significant way. Oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, and their whole thing was like, you know, my grandma said, well, well, the thing was her <laughs> thing was doing it was that uh, Trump said, well, OK, if you if you do it, then I'll give a million dollars to the charity of your choice or something along those Some, lines. Yeah. And after this all <laughs> happened, uh, you know, there was like a, a thing in the Rose Garden and a reporter asked Trump about it, Like, are you going to donate a, a million dollars to a charity of your choice? He goes, no, who cares? <laughs> Which is. <laughs> Which is the right response. Who, yeah. Who gives a
1: shit? The only other Warren thing that I just, it's still, well, two of them, two things that stick with me from from that, that particular primary was the <laughs> James O'Keefe, or no, it wasn't James O'Keefe, it was one of the other chuds. Um Not Project Veritas. Who was the other Was it the guys that said that they were, like, seducing her? Yeah, something similar. It was that there was a personal trainer who was a former Marine, and they said that he was going to town on her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. And they had a press conference. Wolf? No, I can't remember. Yeah,
0: it was, like, on some... Woolman.
1: Jacob Woolman. Yes. Okay. Okay. I just remember
0: it was, like, on someone's, like, the front steps of someone's townhouse (laughs) in D.C. Just. And like they like someone like they brought like their big screen TV yep. like their flat screen out of the house and put it on like the landing <laughs> of the stairs, and I remember um, it was bonkers, dude. It was it was so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I remember one time it got interrupted by like a trash truck
1: backing <laughs> up, and they stood there looking like, oh, well, okay. Like... <laughs> and then the other one was the uh... <laughs> she was trying to catch Bernie in a hot mic, but he just was not having it. Uh, you called me a liar on national TV, and Bernie just, we'll talk about this later. She put out a statement that Bernie had told her that a woman couldn't run for president. Yada yada yada. And then he, was, you know, they were asked about it at a, at a debate. And then you know, the debate's over, and they're filming b roll or whatever. It's all live, and they're running whatever credits. And Warren comes up to him, you know, finger in his chest. You called me a liar on national TV, knowing that her mic was on and bernie just goes can we talk about this later i just just dismisses it and then tom steiner comes up wants a handshake you know and bernie just kind of looks at him and goes yeah okay <laughs> 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 just does not give a shit
0: about this guy i forgot about that dude what what was a... he the one that was like sweating all the time yeah. <laughs> yeah. he looked like he looked like he ate he put he didn't know hot the, how hot the hot sauce was he at the table. Put Anybody. too much. Now he's got like he's he's got pimp skitters.
1: Sweating. Yeah, <laughs> just I and mean, he he had that exact look of like a high school guidance counselor who just does not know what he's doing at any given moment. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's in that, he's in the weeds. Yeah, he's bug eyed. He's kind of, uh, but yeah, that was our uh, little politics uh, roundtable. A little a little tripped out. laid. Wow, uh, remember when we thought. <laughs> those couple months that we thought Bernie
0: might might get the nomination. Wow gosh, kids. Well that just that just thing about that makes me just really cry and yeah. my Patagonia jacket <laughs> into my Ben and
1: Jerry's. Ah It was real to me, damn it. Anyway, uh <laughs> it was, I don't know. We really I You're don't pie. know. Like, I'm I'm some pie in the sky, you know, like I mean I was also I'm also
0: the same sort of mark that thought Sami Zayn was going to beat Roman Reigns. Okay, so you know what? that's you know uh, they made me believe it. Damn it! I thought it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's that, from Ginger
1: uh... to Ginger. Well, come on. I mean, Sami Zayn, he's a solid performer. I don't know why they wouldn't give him a shot. But anyway, uh, uh, yeah, I think can... that's.
0: Anyways, the, before we we get into yeah. other <laughs> things, I think that's probably one of the biggest mistakes of WWE booking in a while. Yeah, yeah, in for a sure. while for sure. Uh, and I some and this is um, I speak to someone that went to. uh what I think is considered to be the worst RAW in a long time, oh, which no. was in St. Louis last Monday. No, you were there. D uh, had gotten me four tickets for Christmas. Oh wow! And so me, her, and a couple of friends went. Great. I had a lot of fun. I was sure I was grin like a fucking <laughs> country
1: hoosier. Yeah. Now, was that the title card? Was Sami Zayn? No,
0: the- Sami Zayn. That was um, elimination chamber. Oh, okay, okay. The last pay per view before. Uh, Mania, which is this weekend. Right. I'm trying to think what the main event was on that. Must not I, have been
1: that impressive. <laughs> I
0: mean, there's just a lot that happened, but it was one of those things like it was cool like watching him do all the carny shit in real time mm-hmm. and seeing how they do commercial breaks and like got to see like people I thought I'd never get to see live, like Ricochet and oh, see yeah, him do his all of his little flippy shit. And it was cool, like seeing Rhea Ripley who I saw like, at like a house show, like doing like a, a trios match with Bianca Belair and Kel Gonzalez. Hey. Uh against the fucking three MMA women. Uh, okay. I can't remember their name names anymore. Maria Schaefer, uh the the main chick, she's now on the main roster and she's great. Her name is just Shayna the- Baszler. Sheyna okay, Baszler, who yeah. who is fantastic. I mean, that was a fun match, but it's cool seeing someone like Rhea go from being like an up and comer to now like a part of like, you know, the, the fucking main roster in the real way. I'm sure she's gonna have a fucking terrible match with <laughs> Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania right. because you can't have nice things and Charlotte oh, Flair has it, to always retain the belt. Charlotte that's Flair. the matchup is that's oh. yeah, I think it's gonna be Rhea and Charlotte again. Yeah. Charlotte's um, gonna
1: Charlotte's gonna keep it. Come on.
0: Yeah, they give too much shit to Charlotte. Right. Um Gotta watch Jaringo get his first main roster loss against uh Dominic Mysterio, Rey Mysterio's shitty son who is now doing his hair like Eddie Guerrero <laughs> from the whole uh, winner gets Dominic match uh from a million years ago. Look, uh,
1: if, if if look, if someone's going to be emulating Eddie Guerrero, I guess Well, it, well, it, I
0: mean, but that's the whole joke is it the is Dominic really Eddie Guerrero's kid? Is That's he? that's the bit. Oh, is it? So <laughs> he's gone heel against his father Rey Mysterio. There's some yeah. really great vingettes. Um, You can watch on social media of, like, him and Rhea Ripley, like... Going to Rey Mysterio's house for like Thanksgiving and like just being the shit out of him—it's like, just really, it's really, it's, it's good shit. Oh,
1: I gotta find that. They're yeah, fucking, that's...
0: they're fucking, they're amazing. Not all of them are great, but they have great moments. Yeah, but like Re Ripley's this great heel, and that Dominic Mysterio is not a great wrestler and knows he's not a great wrestler, so he just kind of leans in being like the shitty nepotism son in a kind of
1: way well yeah i mean half the guys in the 80s weren't great wrestlers but they sold it so sure yeah. but
0: like uh, it was kind of weird watching him get a clean win on uh johnny gargano oh shit okay yeah and i was like oh fuck johnny gargano we're all losing our shit and then and then yeah it's- it, well <laughs> i mean it was still a good match and like whatever but um johnny gargano is not getting the gosh how much are you gotta keep this in i could talk about yacking my jaw about wrestling for way too long. Uh,
1: it was hey, fun. It was fun. It's entertaining to me, too. All, the, all of
0: the wrestling Twitter people that I follow were like, yeah. this is the worst Raw I've seen in a while. And <laughs> I, like, I, I have to agree. <laughs> I have to agree that if I, if I were watching on TV, I probably would have changed the channel. Yeah. But to be there, the experience,
1: yeah. watching the pops. So I have a question. Yeah. I've never been to a live WWE match. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. Okay, so between rounds during commercial breaks, did they have, like, a hype man? Did they have something to keep the crowd pumped? Or so, what like, one point, one
0: point during a commercial break, they played, like, a thing on the, the Jumbotron, like, the big LED display they have that's their backdrop that was, like, pro, like, Iraq war. Like, wasn't it so great that we did that? Oh, and God. It was, like, me, <laughs> me and my girlfriend... <laughs> And my other wow. friends are just like, what the fuck? How like, long have they been th- sitting
1: on that one? And it's just yeah. like
0: really weird. Like, you know, WWE, we support the troops. and you know, yeah, yeah. So,
1: you know, 20 years of
0: Operation Enduring Freedom and blah. And it's just like, huh, this seems like a real big black eye among many black <laughs> eyes on this country's history.
1: Yeah. Uh, WWE remembers 9-11. You know? <laughs> 9/11. <laughs> it just It just feels uh, really uh, out of place. Yeah, it, was just, it
0: felt really, I mean, well, it was... <laughs> the week of the 20 year anniversary of the evasion yeah. of, of
1: Iraq. No, I mean, I, and, I understand that there's a significance, but like, but it ew. just
0: felt really weird. But what they normally do, like it, it's weird because they will, how they do their entrances and stuff. I remember like Bianca Belair came out and so she does her intro mm-hmm. and I've seen Bianca, at nxt house show she's amazing yeah uh she's definitely one of my favorites right now she comes out does her thing she fucking kills it and then like goes to a commercial break and the lights go down and so she's just kind of like twirling her ponytail <laughs> and like kind of doing some stretches oh, and like man. talking talking shit with some some of the other you know talking to the cameraman <laughs> right there's like a there's like definitely like a pa or a script guy that's like down behind the cameraman like feeding her notes yeah yeah and uh and then like there's like a like a thing with the light display above the ring that shines outward so everyone knows like, Oh, we're coming you know, like in yeah. five or in ten. Yeah. And then like she gets back into position and then like yeah, and then like her theme song comes back on and then it's like as like though nothing seems, happened. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. That's they've got it down to a science. I mean, I will yeah, agree. It's, like, be, it's pretty
0: interesting how quick they do like uh, ring
1: changeovers and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, that seems like that would be very. Yeah, it was uh, fun, like was a pit fun. stop, like a like a NASCAR yeah. pit stop. You just you got five guys
0: up there. Oh, dude, guys. like changing ring mats over because yeah, yeah. like we got a little late, so we think They usually tape May event beforehand. Oh. and we got to see Patrick Dempsey, William Regal's son. Okay, 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 different guy. Uh, <laughs> I guess so. Dempsey's. Yeah. I, I, Charlie Dempsey, there we go. And I forget who he wrestled, but it was a fun little match. Some guy whose manager is MVP. Okay. Like they're kind of like trying to put back the hurt business, hurt business back together. And uh, it was a fun little like match. It was a lot better than the almost mustafa ali squash match that lasted 45 (laughs) seconds i think was what really turned everyone off
1: on the episode oh
0: Oh, boy (laughs) because mustafa ali is like this incredibly talented guy yeah and he won his release and was very vocal about his release because he wasn't getting used right and he didn't get it so now he just like shows up to
1: get the shit kicked out of him it's Kind of sucks. So he's become like the tomato can kind of, kind of in, in boxing terms, just like this guy who shows up to get beat up. Yeah, yeah,
0: it kind of sucks. I mean, I guess he's getting a paycheck and like <laughs> you know supports his wife and kids, but there's not a lot of pride in it.
1: I would imagine not. But I no. mean, you know, it's a job's a job. I guess you're not, you're not back at the the state fair level. Well, a guy like him go the impact or AEW. Yeah,
0: sure. Or even go over to Japan and oh, he make could probably a make some. Yeah, he could probably make
1: some money in Japan yeah. for sure. But, yes, anyways. Enough about wrestling.
0: Enough about re- wrestling and cut out as much that as you want. Oh,
1: no, 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 no. I will leave um, in as much as I can. We're,
0: we're, we're here to talk about
1: the trials and tribulations of a teen dad. Not any teen dad. But a teen, teen dad, dad 13. 13. That's right.
0: <laughs> a little, uh, I just, I, I think about this account from time to time because it feels like a, a very interesting capsule.
1: Yeah, as an artifact. Yeah. Yeah, of a certain time period in social media.
0: Teen dad 13. Mm-hmm. Was a social media presence on uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. There was also a, f- a Facebook page that was someone purporting to be a teenage father, right, of a little boy named Michael, uh, who the baby mama was someone named Taylor, <laughs> and he was really into playing Halo, things like nunchucks, <laughs> um, John Cena. And he may or may, may or may have not worked at a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And right. there's just
1: let's, just, let's just scroll through here. So here's one from December 7th, 2011. This account is still on Twitter, by the way, at Dad 13 Yeah.
0: Have, there hasn't been any posts since 2015, I believe. Correct.
1: Yeah. Was getting all ready to jerk one out, then got distracted by Mr. Popper's penguins, Watched all 90 minutes with my dick out.
0: <laughs>
1: Here's another one from a couple days later. If you're going to have your birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese, at least invite some hot little bitches to grind on. That's the point of the Pizza Time Theater. <laughs> so, so, actually, this really feels like a combination of text from Bennett. It feels like a combination of no power aid USA guy I can't yeah. remember his name was it Alex Murphy or something like that it's something like that uh, and so it's it's an amalgamation of a bunch of different things his posting style is very reminiscent of drill in a certain way yeah uh, with all the weird spellings and using numbers and
0: stepdad still holds up three fingers and gives three minutes of silence every time someone brings up Dale Earnhardt
1: <laughs> Laws don't apply to babies. You can have them sit on your lap and you do donuts in the road in your cutlass Sierra and it's cool.
0: (laughs) Um, Michael, who is his his little boy Mm -hmm. in this narrative. Michael's had the driest turd sticking two inches out of his asshole for a whole day now. Still not sure if I should snap this sucker off.
1: (laughs) Has anyone tried T-R-Y-E-D, by the way, smoking weed out of an empty calzone? Please post review or video how to. <laughs> Caught Michael looking at anime. He knows I'm upset. Only punishment I can think of is for him to watch every anime.
0: Here's one from 29th November 11th. Mm-hmm. The word SmackDown puts Michael into a frenzy. He tore out all the mesh out of his playpen and cracked Gamma over the head
1: with bead maze. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, j- June 2011, I made a big splash last night, which is double entendre language for throwing big rocks in water and getting Taylor's pussy wet. <laughs> 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 so either this was a guy, I it's a character, right? This has to be a character. This isn't a real guy, right? I mean, I think, I think the photo is a real,
0: like the person who was doing it because mm-hmm. I do remember photos because a lot of the, the media attached to this account, the... Mm. the is like TwitPick. This is how old this account okay, is. Yeah, that's classic, yeah. And not all of the links work. I think the last Twitpick link works is that works is him saying, uh, I think I got ripped off. And if you copy and paste the text,
1: it's a photo of a bootleg John Cena <laughs> uh, <laughs> wallet. Oh man. Let's see here. I should start oh here we more John Cena posting. I should start a John Cena parody account to give inspirational quotes. Uh, Inspirational with an A, by the way. And stuff, since he's an inspiration. Plus, everyone, the number one, likes John Cena. Let's see. So bummed I can't go to gathering of juggalos this summer. Todd is going second year in a row, and he's totally getting some sweet needin', which is a very uh, juggalo-specific word for pussy.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, here's one from seventeenth July, two thousand eleven. Oh, cool! An all-you-can-eat salad bar. Awesome, awesome. A w s u m. I can eat as much as I want of the gayest food ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> shit post after shit post after shit post. But it, I I swear I just saw The Rock walk into an Old Navy. Like that's not necessarily by itself. <laughs> well, it is kind of funny, contextually.
0: It, I mean, when people weren't really doing a lot of this yeah but the the claim i think the thing that i remember the most this account for is that uh if you go onto the facebook page that someone from mountain dew (laughs) sent him a copy of halo odst i think and like some dew bucks.
1: because he kept posting about halo and mountain dew on his account yeah Yeah, he's very very prolific about that uh, here's <laughs> July seventh, twenty eleven. How much toothpaste are you the, the letter you allowed to eat legally speaking? <laughs> 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 Surprise! Colgate didn't get on there. It is. Uh, look how cool Mountain Dew is. The, the Mountain Dew. Let's see here, dear Daniel. Been trying to figure out how to ship this product to you. Uh, and then it's some part of it's covered up. Thanks so much for your support of Dew. Hope you enjoy it. We're a big fan of you too. Keep doing what you're doing. Sincerely, Nate. And that's the official at MTN underscore do. That's the official Mountain Dew Twitter user. That's Nate Jeffrey. And it has his business card on there. It has a Xbox 360 and Halo Reach. Not ODST. Sorry. It was Halo Reach. Um, and, a, yeah, a couple of a 12-pack coupons. It says 12-pack selected sodas. <laughs> Any Pepsi soda, it says. Just to go through, like, the legacy yeah. of this account...
0: The followers you know that I have for mm. this account. Okay. Of um, uh, people of note, I have uh, Twitter uh, poet Lorette, uh Patricia Lockwood. Okay. Treebro, R.I.P. Oh, rest in peace, yeah. Fiad people, Daniel Sullivan, <laughs> Pitcher Plane. Oh. The artist Pitcher Plane. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, Mike's Rad Tweets. Or, oh. Uh, tweets spelled T W I T E S. Yeah, tweets. Uh, that was a very good
1: old school uh account. Chapo FYM uh co-host Loan Afchen. Of course. Uh Bob Mackey of oh. uh
0: Talking Simpsons and Retronauts. It's Bob. Also uh, a essay uh, front page writer. It's Bob yes, uh, Bob yes. Servo Mackey. Yeah. Uh and uh Froxio if we're talking about something awful people. Oh yeah. Uh James Urbanic. Oh yeah. Uh from Venture Brothers. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Leon www.youtube Joseph Fink of Welcome to Night Vale follows. <laughs> yeah, uh, John Hedren. Oh yeah, of course. A fart of course. Of course. Yes. Uh Dude hugs. Yep. Um, let's see here. The actor Peter Sarah Finkowitz. <laughs> Amazing. That's fantastic. Uh, extra napkins. Yeah. Yeah. Just a, what a collection of of some of the really good. Uh, Swimp. Uh, Swimp, on, of course. Yeah, Woodmuff and some real... Uh, Shut Up, No One Cares, a classic Classic, classic. Uh, Kath Kruger, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and I love Pets 420, who <laughs> who goes by Ted Theodore Kaczynski. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> so, yeah, just... Uh, 10 out of 10. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no notes. Uh, so... Yeah, if you haven't already, definitely just just to read these these old tweets, because like his last tweet, November twenty third, twenty fifteen, clowning on some sweet puss. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Hit me up. And I really hope that someone did. <laughs> I really yeah. hope that someone got Daniel uh some of that sweet puss.
0: I couldn't find the tweet, but there was like a lot of weird stuff about Chuck e. cheeses and one of them was just like kids like crumping on each other and like grinding <laughs> just really absurd stuff and this was also like the era of twitter where you know it was either people there being incredibly overly sincere mm-hmm. brands which were generally part of that group and shit posters right this is when i could go on like dick sporting goods facebook page and be like your name is really offensive i don't like going to <laughs> penis and like getting like this like two paragraph apology for some poor intern <laughs> um i believe dog boner was a big yes uh, oh proponent yeah.
1: of that technique uh, and uh, Drew Fairweather at Drew Toothpaste was as well. He actually uh, does... It. It's just, I think he's still doing it. The stuff that's local to him in Ohio. <laughs> just, I was there with my wife and we got, you know, diarrhea or whatever. <laughs> we, we got diarrhea then, at the fabric store. And yeah. <laughs> I'm suing you for damages. Right. And then he'll get a very earnest response from someone. It's, it's really something to behold. I'm looking. I'm going through... And I said, from Teen Dad 13, Chuck, so I'm looking for Chuck E. Cheese tweets about crumping, because, yeah, like, blasting that boondocks real early on Chuck E. Cheese, pizza prep juggalo-style dark carnival-inspired toppings. <laughs> 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 a a minor niche, super niche corner of, of the web there, but that type of thing used to be a lot more common. You used to have a lot of these, like, little tree bro we mentioned. A couple sure. of these guys um, were, like... You get a small following. But there know? was, you know, like I remember
0: I brought up the, the the shit posting account where the guy just kept changing gimmicks and ads. <laughs> so it went from being like a guy that thought that like the pitcher was the most pathetic person on a baseball team <laughs> right. to like the Rasta ball with AIDS, mm-hmm. the
1: Rasta tennis ball with AIDS. You just threw a bunch of shit around and was like, does this stick? Are we yeah. This? Yeah. The,
0: yeah. It was, uh, it was beautiful. Oh, this is this is for the the deep doggers out here. Yeah. The last time I mentioned this account, I had, uh, that that particular account that yeah. like the guy that hate the pitchers and it became the roster tennis ball. Yeah. They, the that problem. account came back in a weird way. I, really, I, I, I mentioned that it had come back. Something really weird happened with it, where it was like the guy was shit posting in that voice. Okay, and then it became about how like the Rhode Island State Patrol murdered my brother. Jesus. And then it was like photos of, you know, cops. And like it was like, this is where it happened. Here's like Jesus. on the highway. And I couldn't tell if it was shit posting or not. Because it really felt like such a broken brain moment.
1: Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna have to find more about that. Yeah, that's um that's wild. All right,
0: so that was that's was, teen dad, teen I'm dad, a teen dad, and I'm working hard.
1: He is indeed. He's uh, if you're not going to bring uh, hoes to the Chuck E. Cheese, what the hell is the point? <laughs> and now the moment you've all been waiting for: Shock Jpg. So, Brian, I don't know if you're a fan of Blink 182. Uh, not really. Okay, that's probably good. Uh, if, gee, that pause right there was like, do I hate this band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's okay. look where
0: are you right how many times i had working a guitar center in 2004 that i had to listen to like the fucking pyramid song or whatever yeah sorry
1: i but but please you're going to show me something
0: gross so yes so so let's please continue i don't like the band but you're going to show me something offensive and tasteless well
1: unfortunately because flash is no longer a thing i can't actually show you the thing but it is of course shock.jpg time Mm Blink-182.com was a website uh, created by the folks who made (laughs) (laughs) HeyYa.org. So, courtesy of the Screamer Wiki, who we owe a lot of this segment to, thank you so much to the folks at Screamer Wiki, it misleads the user to thinking the site is referring to, of course, the band Blink-182. Sure. The site has nothing to do with the band. When the user visits the site, they are greeted with a gif of a woman lying on a bed, as another woman shoots a banana onto her face using her anus, followed by the banana's refrain from the Gwen Stefani song, Hollaback Girl. (laughs) (laughs) It is bananas. (laughs) And so it just loops like that. It's very, there's not much to it, but it's, um, it's, it's gross in a very funny way, I think. yeah. Uh, and the fact that it was intentionally misleading Blink-182 fans is mm-hmm. particularly funny. Uh, <laughs> just because what was it? It was like um, 2007, so this was, you know, well after their Enema of the State peak. Yeah, this would have been... Take, take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Right, that was a couple of years after that album came out. So it would have been, yeah, it would have been the... Um, the kind of fallow period where everyone was doing their own thing for a while yeah travis barker put out a fucking stupid album with a bunch of rappers oh it was a uh, dark times boxcar racer came back oh gosh man <clears throat> yeah so so this I feel this, like i gotta go rearrange my top eight yeah <laughs> that's fair that's fair uh yeah the only blink 182 album that i really liked was well two buddha and dude ranch but uh, even then it was like kind of getting on my nerves here dude yeah they really only had like a couple modes yeah there's one song called Zulu that I really enjoy, and it's just because there's a line in the chorus where it's run into the biggest pile of shit because that's where I'm going to blend in. Like, cool, that's the kind of self-loathing that I like in music. <laughs> yeah, I'm into that shit. <laughs> right. But uh, they didn't really keep that up for very long.
0: I, I have a good imagination.
1: Yeah, so I'm I was going imagining... to say. Yeah, Flash video dying has really been a... a, a, has been no, a one's,
0: no one's updated the website to HTML5
1: <laughs> compliance. <laughs> no, sadly, uh, the Blink-182... Got wind of this and, and got the site actually taken down, so it is no longer uh, live. If you go to blink 182.com, it redirects you to blink 182. I wouldn't be amazed if they just bought the domain for a ridiculous amount of money. And they just, probably did, and uh, then just redirected. Yeah, just <laughs> kind of like so. how we do with uh, 40 minutes dogsbarking.com. Mm-hmm. Ah. No? Ah. No? It was probably the most ham handed segue I could have possibly done there, but. It's <laughs> okay. We're a little rusty, baby. We are a little rusty. We're we're having a good time. I think it's time for the breath mint, Brian. Oh, that geez. wasn't too gross, so I think our breath mint can we can stretch out yeah. a little bit. We can. Uh,
0: kinda... I'm trying to think. So talked about raw. Mm-hmm. Have you had a chance to play the Resident Evil Four remake? I have not. I've been playing
1: Dark Souls two again. So it was, oh god, yeah. I've, were they fucked up the role? You had to level up ADP to get your iFrames back. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. about Yeah, that. yeah, it was, not great. Yeah, let's take that, noob. Yep, <sighs> fucking get good. <laughs> yeah, so I've been g- going pure sorcerer and just like I'm gonna I'm gonna play easy mode on this fucking game because that once I finished Elden Ring, I was like I'm gonna go back and beat the Dark Souls again because I have I have some sort of problem with my brain. Yeah, <laughs> so. Uh, so that's where I'm at. I'm at midway through uh, Dark Souls 2. But anyway, RE RE4 remake. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Is some pacing issues. It no, feels little, I feel like there's a butt
0: coming. All right. Um, it looks really great. Yeah. Like the Resident Evil 2 remake. Mm-hmm. It feels like a very faithful adaptation of the original source material and building on it in the very loving way. Okay. Tonally it's going more for a horror vibe, a la like Resident Evil eight and Resident Evil Seven. Okay. Than the kind of like kind of campy B movie. I was gonna
1: say, yeah, it really felt very silly in the original versions, yeah. Um, which honestly I kinda miss. Yeah, I kinda miss yeah. uh it was the charm. That was the charm of it, I think. But it's
0: it's fun. The combat doesn't feel as good as the original Resident Evil four, which is weird. Yeah. I kind of miss the Resident Evil 4, like, some of the the ways that you could kind of cheese things that felt like they were intentional. <laughs> a little bit of the jank. It's, it's br- if you're used to playing the original Resident Evil 4, like, just the first, like, village segment where you're waiting for the, the bell to ring feels fucking brutal. Hmm. I, like, when I was playing the Chainsaw demo, which was just that section that came out, like, a week before release, I was getting my fucking ass handed to me. And I'm like, okay. And I've, yeah. I've kind of figured out the, the the verbs a little bit better and like it got okay but um my girlfriend's coming over and she's like "You still in the castle I'm like, i don't have any time to play <laughs> yeah yeah ramon salazar has got a different characterization it's not it's not a goofy little dude he's a goofy little dude but like a little bit more menacing and a little bit more villainous
1: which i guess I, works I, yeah but, I, well,
0: mm. it's good it's yeah. worth playing sure it's a lot of fun and it expands some of the lore in a way that I really appreciate. Most of the stuff they've added is really fucking good. Some mm. of the stuff they've taken out
1: feels a little funny. I mean, I've read a little bit, and I know that that you can so, use the knife to parry, which kind of takes some of the challenge out of certain I have sections. yet to do a knife parry. Yeah. Because
0: knowing to do a knife parry involves like looking at the little knife thing by your health bar and it'll tell you like hit right trigger yeah and And it doesn't feel like very rhythmic i haven't really figured out where the frames are on that gotcha some stuff in the village area that feels a little truncated but then they add a bunch back with like the lake kind of being like a hub space okay and some of that's pretty neat but that felt like a little bloated castle is much darker and gloomier Okay. And it's not like as it doesn't feel as fantastical. Okay. Um. Even though you do have to like kill a giant troll man with a cannon.
1: <laughs> okay. Um. That somehow feels very grounded. <laughs> somehow, yeah. Somehow. That, I mean, I can go on with my with my first. Yeah, go on with now, your thing. You, Resident Evil
0: Four uh, remake, uh, play it or not, go to hell. I don't care. <laughs>
1: do what you want. I'm not your mother.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just don't do it in my front yard. That's right. Lawn.
1: So I got to catch up on some movies during our our New Orleans trip and a couple of the standouts I'm going to kind of bring up here. I had seen it a long while back, but I didn't have any fresh memories of it. It's a Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds. Men in Black style, a goofy action movie called R.I.P.D., the Rest in Peace Department. Oh, God. It is a baffling little film. Kevin Bacon is the bad guy. You love to see it, first of all, but also, what? Uh, James Hong, is it? It's just, it's it's a strange cast. It's a very interesting story about a cop who, who his partner kills him, and he's about to go to heaven, but then the afterlife cops nab him and say, you're going to bring back demons. They call them deados because it's dead people. That It's very fucking strange. It just hit Netflix because also Netflix got the rights to the sequel starring the guy from Burn Notice and no one else from the original film, so we watched the two back-to-back. RIPD, probably the better of the two. Gotta gotta, gotta give you that.
0: I would just say, just by the description of the second movie, having, like, the guy from Burn Notice, and yep.
1: that's it. And that's it. It's an old-timey gunslinger sheriff from uh, the, the uh, Wild West days teaming up with a modern cop going back to Earth to bring dead people back or to kill them if they don't comply. So very yeah. very weird propaganda movie. Um, it's also goofy as shit. Like, it's real all the stuff that's supposed to be like terrifying is just funny. Like the CGI looks real goopy and weird. And the, the action sequences are just silly as shit. And because they're already dead, they can't be hurt. So like none of this shit has consequences. So they can do things like crash cars and like do other stuff and survive it. And like none of it, you know, doesn't, there's no consequences. So because there's no consequences, the movie just kind (laughs) of fucks off and does whatever for a while. It's kind of fun, but it's also just deliriously dumb. Yeah. It's a dumb movie, and if you like a dumb movie, it's not a not a bad way to spend your time. The second one, less funny. Yeah. They try to be serious, and that's not how you do a dumb movie. If you're doing a dumb movie, know you're making a dumb movie, and just make the dumbest fucking movie you can. Yeah, like my favorite dumb movie is a movie called Shoot 'Em Up. It's got fucking uh, Clive, Clive Owen. Owen and Paul Giamatti. Clive Owen, post Children of Men, correct, and Monica Bellucci. <laughs> I mean, all the heavy hitter actors, but none of them are taking it seriously and it fucking rules. It's the mm-hmm. dumbest I it fucking movie. <laughs> I love that movie. So yeah, I mean, if you're gonna do a dumb movie, get it. Speaking of dumb movies, yeah.
0: I've been being to mention this for a minute, but mm-hmm. um friend of the pod Danny. Yeah. Are you the one that hates the phrase friend of the pod? No, I I just make fun of it. It's fine. <laughs> okay. It's fine.
1: Friend of the pod, Danny.
0: Friend of the Pod Danny had never seen Ring, the ring. Oh, the ring. And so we watched it a couple of weeks ago. The Gore remake or the original Japanese The one? the remake. Okay. Which I love I, th- it. I still think holds up. Mm-hmm. I still think it's a really really great movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I remember renting it from Blockbuster. Oh yeah. Uh, to impress a girl, <laughs> and we both really liked it, and. We put fingers in each other. So a lot of great, me- lot of great memories associated with that movie. I was gonna say, did you come or what? Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, you got Naomi Watts in the movie. I mean, I'm halfway yeah, there. I mean, everyone's busting nuts. Anyways, <laughs> um, so what did Danny think
0: of the movie? He thought it was great. I think I still think the scene with the horse on the ferry is probably one of the most effective horror movie scenes ever. That and Brian Cox in the bathtub yeah i forgot that's brian cox that's brian cox from succession my man yeah yeah uh we'll we'll, we'll talk about succession in the Uh, minute of course we will um i still holds up i still think it's very solid yeah next week when we were hanging out daniel like oh we should watch the ring too and i'm like oh and so the first ring takes place in seattle and the second ring takes place in like a small coastal town in washington i forget what it's called yeah my girlfriend who is from the pacific northwest was like oh yeah i've been there. It's a really pretty town it's not too far from tillamook or something along those lines sure but boy is it is it is a wet fucking fart it, and it, the weirdest thing about it is that the director is the director of the original ring the japanese yeah. version yeah and the japanese version of the ring is a, is a phenomenal movie in its own mm-hmm. right um it's terrifying in a different way than Very the american so. yes ring yes. movie but um Boy, it makes no fucking sense. Yeah, people kind of come and go in really weird ways. The the evil girl is is back, and and uh, they just kind of go, "Yep,
1: that happened." And there's, the I
0: mean, yeah. it's it's weird because it's one of the worst me- movies I've ever seen, but is somehow in all of its awfulness still like really unnerving. Yeah, like it's a compelling. movie that doesn't make any sense. Like it has all these plot holes. The acting is is
1: uneven.
0: The special there's a couple special effects that are really cool. Yeah, but like the deer
1: it, when the, when she hits the deer with the car and then the deer. oh that is, the deer part is fucking insane. Yeah, I gotta recommend just for that scene alone, or the the bathtub scene. Those those are the two that really stick. There's out like two
0: me. or three. Uh, I, yeah, there's two or three scenes that are just a or f- fucking. Oh okay, everyone was on their game for this one, and then the rest of it's just like for like feel, 10 minutes at a time it feels <laughs> like it feels like you're at family video in like 2001 mm-hmm. and you're renting like a bad low rent parody movie like instead yeah of renting the bear the blair witch project you're wearing you're renting like the blair the bear wench project yes bear wench project that yes was the one. like yes. it feels like you're it, it feels like a terrible <laughs> low budget faux copy of something that's much better and much more successful right so that was a weird experience a
1: jumbled mess for sure did you see the third one? Did you see Rings? No, I don't okay. think, I, I think... Avoid. DA, I think Days of yeah. and,
0: and Maybe we'll watch the original Japanese Ring. I would.
1: I would if I were you. you could, yeah. it's, it's it's so great. It's right up there with Audition as far as like Japanese horror movies. Like, and I think uh, ju probably still my Ju-On's, favorite. Ju-On's...
0: Yeah. Ju-On, I'm, I remember seeing... So the Mills Mall had a Regal Theater. The Mills Mall is no longer a thing here in St. Louis. But it, they had a thing for a minute where they would show foreign films and things like that for one night okay one or two screenings sure and i remember like looking in the rft one day at work and seeing like juan oh the mills mall on a thursday like <laughs> <at> 7 <laughs> right? p.m screen yeah so like me and a friend went and it was me and my friend and like a couple yeah so it was four people in that theater no oh, man oh, and was it, th- yeah. we were a good distance apart from each other But it was, like, just the fact that it was only four people made it even more fucking terrifying. And, like, my friend who I was with was, like, a fucking real horror buff, doesn't get scared by anything. And I remember, like, walking out, and he's just like, what the the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. It was fucking insane. And, like, the the couple that we were with, like, when we were, like, outside of the theater and they walked out, they just gave us this look like, what?
1: What did we just watch? Oh, yeah. It was, I mean, it was, like, Campbell Hawkehoss levels of just, like, what? Yeah, a, a shared level of that kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah,
0: yeah, that was that was a great movie to see in the theater.
1: Uh, yeah, Audition is also fucking fantastic. Oh, Takashi Mika, you, you can't. I mean, the, 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 in my mind, the dude can do no wrong, but yeah. that's a whole other conversation. But yeah, a Succession, to get back to Brian yes, Cox. please. Love the man. Love the man. He was in the, one of the best X-Men movies, too. He was in X-Men 2. Oh, wasn't he? Stryker, Stryker Yeah. yeah. The only good
0: X Men movie, if you talk to certain people,
1: I liked. Um, what was the one Days of Future Past? I liked that one. That one was okay, and I liked uh, Dark Phoenix, but not a lot of people did. So, I think I've seen Dark Phoenix, but I can't. It's like... got. Um... <sighs> it's, it's got uh, San... Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones. Yeah, is is uh, Jean Grey in that one? So. I can't fucking remember. Everything after X3 is kind of fuzzy. God, I've I never it.
0: seen X3 in theater and being like, well, I don't have to ever pay attention to this again. <laughs> um,
1: anyways. And then they made five more of them. So yeah. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Uh, I know, cashing in on the meme. And Elliot Page is fucking Kitty Pride was so perfect in that. So it's like, yeah. fuck, goddammit, you wasted it. Uh, but Succession... Um
0: We're. I think the next episode that we watch will be the season finale of season two.
1: Oh, season two. Okay, I was going to say because it just started up again, didn't it?
0: I've never watched Succession until right. My girlfriend introduced me to it. I I thought I thought you would have. uh, No, like I I got. I've been dealing with sickness and being busy and um, other things, and so. I I guess I kind of turned around my opinion that I don't know how much more of terrible rich people behaving badly I can take because apparently I'm just a fucking pig for that slop.
1: <laughs> okay, so who's your favorite of the terrible rich people of the kids? Yeah, um, because yeah, the adults don't matter. It's not.
0: No. I mean, they're, I mean, they're all adults. But you're talking about Brian I mean, Cox I, mean, his I mean children. The, Yeah, his generation. His three, be... his three kids. For whatever reason, I want to see. Kendall do good, but yeah. every time Kendall does something good, he immediately does something. Yeah, he immediately shitty. backtracks on it. He's just, he yeah, he's he, he, his self. He's a he's dead inside. <laughs> yeah, and he self sabotages constantly. I I think I mean Roman's kind of like the comedy relief, but
1: at the same time, kind of a fun character. Yeah, he's a fun character, so, and
0: like Shiv is kind of blissfully unaware of her own privilege and thinks that she. Can outmaneuver people, which and I she think can. that's what makes it funny though. Yeah, when you try, when you see her try, I think it's interesting how this terrible fucking show has, makes me feel sorry for an absolute fucking goblin of a human being like Tom. Yeah, I like when he interviews the Ravenhead or whatever about his Hitler connections, oh. and he's like. Well, uh, I, I heard I heard you have a uh, your dog is the, is the same name as Hitler's dog. And and the guy is like, oh, no, it's not. He's, oh, gosh. Thank you. It's a different spelling. Oh, oh. <laughs>
1: you know, we're almost there. Yeah. He's, he's, a lot of the what happens at that show is like you almost you almost had me on your side and then you fucked it up. Like, yeah, the, the, that's I think the push and pull of the show and what makes it work is like all the actors are good in it but they play such despicable shitheads and they do it so well that you're compelled to see what's next yeah yeah i think that's a big strength of it
0: yeah because when you're that obscenely wealthy all all it's left is to keep yourself from not being bored right and oh it just started raining really heavy sorry oh wow Oh my is my pussy so wet, my man pussy. <laughs> so wet from all the talk about succession. But yeah, you. I've I've really enjoyed the show. Just really stellar performances all around. Trying to get caught up so cuz you know season 4 just started yeah. and all that. And uh yeah, so I've, I've really been enjoying it. I've really liked uh the the palace intrigue and
1: Yeah, that that was the part where I thought when I first started it, I was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to get into this. This seems real Kind of, you know, Machiavellian and whatever. Yeah, but but you do kind of get into it after a while, and it it, it gets its hooks in you. Yeah? It does. It
0: it's uh, like they all deserve the wall.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, for
0: sure, no question. But um, it, I can't say it's it's not a compelling story. Right. Uh, the directorial style. I've never worked for billionaires, but I've worked for rich people, rich families, and just like watching the same things unfold the same back buying and like, you know, siblings fighting over, you know, when the old man finally decides to kick it or retire, Yeah, you know, on a much smaller scale. Like, Oh yeah, I've, I've seen this play out a few times, which from, I from, think is from
1: some distance, but I've, I've, I've seen the, the cliff notes. Right. So it feels more real to you having that, that context. Yeah. yeah. So I watched a, I love Edgar Wright's movies. I really want to watch everything he's ever made. And I just, so I sat down and I watched Last Night in Soho. Wow. I've I've heard not great things about that. It's not as bad as all that, honestly. I, I got to say, it's huh. a very solid thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about uh, the world of fashion. But it's mostly about 1960s London and about, you know, um, what a weird time that was and all that. <laughs> So the basic plot is that there's a fashion designer who's kind of homeschooled almost. like, she, and So she goes to the big city and, you know, she's going to be a big fashion designer. And she takes this place for this room for rent where a woman was murdered in the 60s. Yeah. And every night when she goes to sleep, she and this woman have this weird connection. And so she's going into this woman's experience. And so... You see her in the mirrors. The movie loves mirrors; it's really mm-hmm. fascinating. That Anna Taylor Joy is the is the woman in the sixties. Uh, the the man in the sixties is Matt Smith. Um, we love our Matt Smith here, mm-hmm. uh, and it's insinuated in the movie that 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 same character is later played by Terence Stamp, but um, we find out later that that's not actually the case. But Terence Stamp is in it. You know, you got some great British actors. You got some Anna Taylor Joy's in it. Um, which this builds on me like, Oh yeah, I really liked her in the menu. And so I was like, okay, well, yeah. let's see this. It's, it's a big visual treat. They really, really pour on some of the cool stuff about lighting and they, they costume design is great. Every Edgar Wright's known for his needle drops So like every needle drop in that fucking movie is just stellar, including, and I did not know this, the original version of I've got my mind set on you. Now, because I was a kid who grew up in the eighties and nineties, I thought I got my mind set on you was a song George Harrison wrote. Apparently, yeah. it's not. Apparently, it was written in the sixties. Music's great. Visually, it looks cool. Story's kind of a stinker because it's it kind of dissolves by the end. It's yeah mid grade. One of those things that shits the bed by the third act. Yeah, I mean, I do like the big reveal. Try not to spoil it because it is worth watching just for just for the eye candy. It's a very it's a very good-looking movie, but yeah, I definitely recommend it just for the fact that it's a solid thriller. It's got some great visuals. Everyone in it, you know, everyone who acts in it's great. Um, and then the, the the other thing that, on the trip, I was reading. I don't read as much as I used to. Got to mm-hmm. got to be honest. On the trip, I was reading a book by John Waters. <laughs> John John Waters. Oh, he's fell. gay. Yes. Yes, Brian. (laughs) You've seen the mustache. You know. Um, But no, uh, apparently, this was not John Waters' first book, but it is most recent. I did not know it even came out. It's called Liar Mouth. Um, It is a, a goofy, somewhat surreal, supernatural crime thriller. It's a John Waters movie. He wrote it down. It's very silly. I definitely recommend it because it's just completely absurd to a certain point. Uh, there's a guy who goes through the movie, uh, movie. see, I keep the, the John Waters. Mm-hmm. The book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a guy who goes through the book, and at a certain point he breaks his dick, and then uh, his dick then somehow has magical powers, and it's talking to him. Uh, it's very bizarre. It's just full of those, those little John Waters details that are just so goofy and silly and weird and it's just and it's all like a lot of John Waters stuff is it's about you know weird people kind of coming to terms how weird they are and all that worth a read it's a pretty slim volume you can blow through it in about a day if you really put your mind to it this woman steals stuff out of people's luggage at airports but then she gets caught and she's on the run and then her partner is also on the run but he's trying to get to her because she promised him if he worked with her for a year he'd get to fuck her and so like that's his whole driving motivation is that he's like i gotta find her and i'm gonna get what's mine Uh, (laughs) so it's amazing it is very john Waters. it is yeah he's he definitely and it the whole thing takes place of course in baltimore because that's where he lives and where he's from and so it's it's just it's fun it's a fun little book but uh i i can't really you know you gotta have a taste for like weird shit if you want to get into that book but um Oh, uh, I did start a new TV series. Mm -hmm. I finished The Last of Us on on the break there while we were in uh, New Orleans. And uh, it destroyed me like I figured it would. Uh, But after The Last of Us, we picked up Evil. Evil is a supernatural crime procedural it's kind of a, okay. it's got it's got its feet in both worlds it kind of wants to be the x-files it kind of wants to be C-I- csi it's, it's odd um but it's it's great cast is great i love the fact that they got michael emerson uh, from lost and from uh, person of interest uh, mm-hmm. in that as someone who is basically the devil uh, in the first season he's picking up these incel guys and basically training them to become mass shooters uh yeah it's <laughs> it gets real fucking weird um i like it it's real fun but it's it's kind of a trifle at the same time it's like yeah it's a it's a procedural there's a new because the whole thing is that they work for the catholic church and the catholic church has this big list of things and they have to determine whether something is really a, a demonic possession or if it's there's some scientific explanation that's where the X faust thing comes in um, because of course you got a skeptic you got a true believer yeah I mean you can almost see some of these beats coming there's a will they won't they romance bit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, you can throw a dart and hit the right answer 50 times out of 50 but just it's still enjoyable they have this great bit where any time that Michael Emerson or any other people that you're supposed to believe are demons are on screen it's a Dutch angle of some degree. Yeah. So, like, you're clued in visually almost immediately. Like, there's something wrong here. Like, the, the, the camera's tilted over here, and then you're doing the. It's fun to watch. It's a good show. But cool. uh, don't expect too much from it. That's sure. All it at, sounds
0: yeah. interesting. Yeah. Got one more for you.
1: Yeah. uh,
0: So, last week went to a little concert mm. over at the Blueberry Hill Duck Room. Oh. A little little uh, Canadian twin duo okay called self cult okay it was it was fun it was interesting um what kind of music are we talking you know they describe themselves like as kind of like alt rock grunge right girl diy which was definitely applicable but a lot of their songs particularly the stuff that they've been leading with like singles wise reminds me of late era sneaker pimps like kind of Blood Sport uh, era set. Okay, Blood Sport era, yeah, huh. definitely. Oddly slick. Okay. Um, very well produced, very well performed. Um, their new EP just came out. They got like a great piece in Stereo Gum, got a great piece in uh, Alternative Press. The only thing like I think they got the goods, like I was really impressed with performance. I'm still working with this new camera which is a medium format digital. Um, which is a very more methodical and deliberate shooting experience and I'm kind of still figuring out the best way to photograph live music with something like that it doesn't help that the autofocus is contrast based which is sometimes tough when you don't have great lighting because I feel like um, as time goes on uh, the lighting in small venues just gets worse and worse and worse yeah
1: that's a sad reality, but yeah. You're- yeah,
0: uh, it's it's weird to think that like I in that same room I could have shot, I shot Black Lips at like thirty two hundred ISO, f 28 1 over one hundred or whatever one over, or one over two hundred, got great shots. And the last time I shot Black Lips, I was like sixty four hundred ISO, fucking dragging the shutter way more than I want to, and the photos were just okay. Didn't you shoot Melt Banana
1: when we were there?
0: Yeah. I mean that was like a similar situation in ISO sixty four hundred. Right. My all my lenses uh F they're all F two, so mm. wide open. And those photos were fine. Mm. But like that wasn't most dynamic lying, it wasn't the most exciting. Wish it had been a little bit more umph behind it. And I like, you know, I'm you know, off Broadway much better place to see a show now oh, than yeah. it was a couple of years ago. Uh, from a photographer's standpoint, their lights are really dim, mm-hmm. and that's uh, kind of a bummer. But, anyways, but the show was good. The show was good. It was. I had I had fears that I was watching an industry plant.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can't get away from that
0: thought nowadays, though. The sister that fronts the band, it's a singer. She's like the rhythm guitar player, uh, Mercedes. Like would say these things between songs that kind of felt the sort of earnest that would have been okay on Tumblr in 2015. That felt a little weird to hear from a 29 year old grown woman in 2023. Hmm. Yeah. And I know that everyone is on their journey of becoming more aware of like societal and like progressive, you know, things that are like, you know, talking about rape culture or talking about things like that. Everyone's on their different journey. Like, when they came back and did their encore, like, their first song of their encore was a song, Dress, which is a song about consent and sexual violence and all that, and she prefaced it with, this is a song about consent, which kind of felt, it felt fucking weird. Yeah. And, like, there was another song that she prefaced with, this is a song about incel culture and why it sucks, and I'm like, do we, like... (laughs) no like you write a song about incel culture and why it sucks that's fine but do we need to put put a point on it
1: yeah i mean some performers do that though sure but like i don't think ajj needs to do that no but they're they're a different i don't know i think they're a different
0: thing yeah yeah i don't know i mean like i'm a since that white guy right with a bad back on the other side of 35 so like i'm not gonna have the same experience as like a young woman that has to you know but i like i have health problems from being tear gas during ferguson so i like to feel like i've 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 fucking i've put my ass out there sure for for progressive things and so on um and i'm not like criticizing these young ladies in the band or anything.
1: No, I, I, but like, I, I would say like your re-
0: messaging's got to get a little bit tighter. Cause it's, it, cause it, it, the cynic in me yeah. is like rubbing his hands Yeah, and I'm like, Oh wow. Like you like, um, boy, you gotta get better at that. Cause you're not doing your songs justice. And you're not doing this project justice. Cause otherwise I think they got the goods. They could probably go far, but it really felt like what, what, what your
1: parents do kind of thing yeah are your parents uh wiki links uh links uh blue there yeah, like their oh. parents
0: i think are like actually used to be teachers and stuff like that and they're like sure.
1: homeschooled and not in like a
0: creepy christian way like right it seemed actually like had like a decent upbringing they don't But the seem doubt like... was
1: there huh but the doubt was there
0: that was there like i'm like like there was actually a point i texted my girlfriend i was like is this an industry plant <laughs> and i actually told her like if they started telling like, i felt like i was at like a Like the level 100 DSA meeting where I was like, if someone tells me to go change a brake light, I'm fucking running for the door. Yeah. Like it felt very much like I was listening to like a nominally left politician going through some coached points like this is what you're going to get to get the Bernie bros. Mm -hmm. And that's me being a cynical asshole. And there were lots of people there much younger than me that like knew every word and they were totally into it. And it seemed like this music really resonated with them. And that was a really cool experience. Mm -hmm. That's like my only note is like that messaging, get a little tighter on it, get a little less like well-treaded. Like find like a different way to introduce your song because the song Dress is a fucking well-produced, well-performed and well-written song with really good lyrics. And introducing is this is a song about consent. Makes it kind of feel like you're
1: checking a list. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, there's there's probably a, a different way to maybe make that more specific. Yeah,
0: or, or, yeah
1: it, it kind of felt flat, maybe cynical, even, which can happen. I mean, when you're you're trying stuff out, you're you're a new band, you know, like theoretically, yeah, I get what you're saying, but also I'm like, well, maybe it, I'm just a shithead. Maybe, maybe. You think? <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: super fan ken sent me like a nice message about like here i'll even read the i haven't responded yet but this doesn't have to make it oh i think he would love to hear about himself on the show so i didn't understand you when you posted a lot back in the day talking about like facebook i imagine Mm -hmm. you seemed relatable in person but your posts seemed bombastic seemed like you were trying to be weird and quirky enough to pick a debate didn't see the side of you I see now based on your podcast, however genuine that is if you get my drift, which is like, that's a very nice thing to say. And it's like, yeah, like 10 years ago, I was just like a miserable shithead.
1: I was going to say, yeah, you've definitely changed a bit, so. Yeah,
0: I, I was definitely, I mean, I think about like when I was covering Ferguson, my day job was at a fucking Tivana Right, and it was part time, and I made like a hundred bucks a week because it was right. like fucking seven or eight bucks an hour. Brutal, brutal. Yeah, you know, and I'm like fucking. That's my day job, and I'm out fucking getting tear gas. And like, sure, my shit's getting published and all that, but like, uh, shooting as a stringer, like, sometimes meant like if a foe sold, like, that was like fifty bucks. Yeah, you know, like it's jack shit. That's fucking yeah. nothing. But like, I was fucking hungry for it. And so I just think like, yeah, I was like fucking struggling a lot. I was just really throwing myself into that work and seeing not everything go how I wanted it to go and how I think it should have gone. So, I mean, there was also just a point from probably about, like, 2015 to, like, a year ago when I was just a miserable, bitter prick. And I really kind of, like, you know, I have a friend once say that I was kind of, like, living my life like I was hurting people before they had a chance to hurt me. And I think, like... You know, sometimes that was kind of funny sometimes those people deserved it. I definitely didn't do me myself any favors because, like, I mean, I would be at a show somewhere and like I have a friend with me, and like, you're, like that person actually I think used to like you, Brian, and I'm like, <laughs> well, it's like because I had so much negative energy yeah. coming towards me, it's like I'm just gonna cut you off at the chase, right, and tell you the fuck off before you try and get like some fucking like shitty fucking Cherokee Street in. because I was uh was. I was mean. I was hurting and I was fucking broke. And now I'm, I mean, life kind of, some things about life aren't great right now, but like I have a good girlfriend. Like I went to therapy. I have this podcast. I have things in my life that I appreciate. I have an okay apartment. My job could be better. (laughs) That's a whole nother deal. My job could, could be doing a lot more things for me. And I'm like a better place. I wish I was in this kind of place. 10 years ago but sure don't we uh, all yeah everyone's got their own path their own journey so um so anyways the soft cult ep is
1: really good you should go listen to it fantastic uh speaking of coming to the end of a journey it is the end of the show Mm -hmm. and we are going to do the very same thing that we always do every episode where we talk about places where you can find us online brian do you want to start us off this week oh yeah you can find
0: us at 48 minutes of
1: dogs barking Dot com. com. Yeah. Four
0: eight minutes of dogs on Facebook and Twitter on Rumble or four fourteen eighty-eight minutes of dogs barking. (laughs) Uh, 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 Spicy.
1: (laughs) <laughs> you can find me on Twitter <laughs> it's gonna Roll right past that one you that's, our draft? On, that's right, you can find me on Twitter At Video Crime, V-I-D-E-O-C-R-I-M-E Any other social media where you see a video crime 99% chance it's gonna be me Aside from Instagram Instagram for some reason Somebody got that video crime account And is posting uh, thirst traps on it so I don't know. Well, well, good for them Yeah, I guess Uh, You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at lasergooseceo. You can find the show on TikTok. We don't really post that very much, but every once in a while, I'll post one of the uh, little audiograms there. So it's at 40 Minutes of Dogs on there as well. Brian, where can they find you? If you are looking for
0: someone to help you anti-trans politicians who will not be missed, uh, you can find me. At board, that's i s h o t g u i d b o r d on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to check out my photo portfolio, it's assholemusicphotographer.com. Mm-hmm. If you want to check the uh, photo blog that I have yet to properly update or treat like a thing, it's serious in my life. It's a musicphotographer.com. Hopefully, by the time this episode comes out, I have what I have say about soft cult and Wonderful. some photos and stuff uh up on there if not then come fucking kill me on my <laughs> life I'm, my life isn't worth living i'm a little uh Jeez, oh, rick I'm a, I'm a little worm I'm just a little oh jeez, rick I, I didn't know you couldn't hit your wife uh, uh, oh we uh, forgot to talk about justin royal he we, got quit. yeah the well, charges were dropped yeah uh, but then, then he's uh 14 you know. years dungeon for accusers Ugh. i can't do my lemon grab anymore it's all
1: right unacceptable uh, unacceptable there it is uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, well you can reach out to the show in various ways as well three one four ahoy poo that's three one four two four six nine seven six six you can call us or leave us a voicemail or shoot us a text you can also send us an email for even minutes dogs barking at gmail.com and uh, we also have brand new emails for each of us. Uh, yeah. It's Jason at 4 dot and Brian at I thought dot was Diaper boy, that's an alias. We'll just have to read- <laughs> we'll have to redirect. It's fine. Uh, so we're gonna leave you with a little bit of music as we always do at this time. It is a group called MS Paint that you and I are big fans of. This, yes, of course, from their new record. It's called Hardwired. I'm gonna play the new version of Hardwired because I like that one very much. Yeah, Uh, it's it's a
0: fucking great record. I've been listening to it. It Fucking slaps. Ken's a big
1: fan of it. I think everyone I've turned
0: on to that record is a big fan. Oh, we I did uh, just a walk a little back to the breath. mint. the uh, Danny Brown slash JPEG Mafia. Oh, you know what? scaring the hose. Scaring the hose. Uh, fucking might early contender for my record of the year until the day not danny brown but uh, uh billy woods record comes out yes. next month <laughs> it's it slaps
1: it's <laughs> it's fucking
0: good people that don't like it and say it's mixed weird don't have never like i think ever listened to like a weird community radio station <laughs> um, there's definitely some shit that's K- on purpose yeah yeah for... KHX had still has a friday night hip-hop show called wax mirrors mm-hmm. and they used to play a bunch of stuff that sounds like that which is like it sounds like shit that if you bought like an old MPC or um, like a four oh four at Guitar Center and it's just absolutely caked and yeah. like nicotine yes. stains and all that. And there was like an S D card or a CF card, yeah, that's be... the shit you yeah. would find on it. Oh yeah. It's For like sure. two dudes just trying to like impress their like fucking drinking buddies, yeah. Like Boys in the hood and like oh, yeah. it's just I fucking love it. Like it's some of Danny Brown's best stuff in the wild. Um he still sounds so fucking weird, man. I love him. <laughs> I love it. It's so fucking good. I love that record. Um, MS Paint's record is really fucking good. I love Post American. If JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown, tour are behind this record because Danny Brown this win the rehab, they, sh- they should take MS Paint on tour. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. That fucking rule.
1: Yes. So, yes, uh, we're going to leave you with MS Paint, Hardwired, from that new record, and this is where we say namaste and good luck, motherfucker. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye.